0: welcome to the game seven show it is tuesday october 22nd live from Met radio i'm your host will satler alongside as you for game seven episode 39 39 something like that
1: 39 episodes into this year we're into this podcast thank you to everybody listening this show is hosted by met radio met radio is the student voice of msu denver you can find this on apple Podcasts, spotify and soundcloud you can always hit us up with questions for our podcast what do you want to hear uh hit us up on social media at twitter or i guess on twitter at underscore game seven at will sadler at isaac underscore Bugarin. like us on facebook game seven show you can message us on facebook too we check those too we got like our own little facebook page kind of cool you can email us, Game7Show at gmail.com. YouTube is where we post the full-length video uh, clips of Game7Show. That is also Game7Show on YouTube. Although, I don't think we're going to have a uh, YouTube for this specific podcast. We have some technical difficulties with our video equipment here at Met Radio. So, it is what it is. But that's why you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, And SoundCloud got faces for radio, man What can I say? It is what it is, man It is what it is Good little uh, intro song you chose today Do you got any country music lined up?
0: No, man I I actually had a country music song that I liked And I was like I wonder if I could find an instrumental for this And it doesn't exist Because people don't listen to country music instrumentals I don't know where you're getting that idea from You gotta just
1: look at the karaoke version There's always a karaoke version Karaoke versions and instrumentals are the same exact thing uh, the karaoke version is just a video that has the lyrics that you can like read through well,
0: Yeah and a lot of times the karaoke versions are the exact same song But they're repitched so that they can't get copyrighted Whereas instrumentals a lot of times are reproduced and changed in one small percussion or such So that they can't get copyrighted So hmm. the instrumental is more realistic A lot of times you're hearing the karaoke it's much different Sped up, louder, quieter not a good sound. I try to avoid huh. karaoke.
1: Hmm. Well, I'm choosing the music for all next week's nope. I'm I'm making that statement right now. Uh, we give you a new show every single Tuesday. Uh, we're kind of in the works about bringing to you multiple podcasts a week, like two podcasts a week, especially, like, next semester. Uh, we're trying to register for classes and build our schedules and whatnot. And trying to find some studio time here and there to get two podcasts out there a week. One to, like, recap whatever happened over the weekend and one to recap whatever happened in the week. Or, and I guess foreshadow the weekend. Or just two podcasts. Yeah, just two podcasts. Whatever
0: happens, happens, you know. Yeah. It doesn't have to be exact. The Game 7 recap. The Game 7.
1: The Game 7 baseball show. Yeah, no. 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 Hey, real quick. I think we're going to do a pot for... uh, this is super far ahead. Like, I mean, super far ahead. But, like, for the Super Bowl, that'll be its own episode in itself. That is super far ahead. That is super far ahead. We're, maybe after the World Series, we'll have one world's just baseball. I mean, maybe. We'll talk about, like, the entire season. The World Series, I guess, whatever happens, if somebody... Um, whatever team wins. Yeah. Well, ho- somebody's ho- somebody's gonna win. win. Yeah, somebody's gonna win. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of the point of the game is for somebody to win. That was a great take. You, you play to, to win. win the game. You play to win the game. Okay. EA Sports. It's in the game. Yeah. That was very <laughs> solid. That was solid. Um, We're looking into getting some new guests on the show. Uh, Gloria, I'm going to butcher her last name, I'm afraid, Gloria Morelia. Ooh. Oh, did you see that rolled R, man? You better watch out. Better watch out, man. Uh, Gloria, um, we're in the works of getting her on the podcast. Uh, Gloria is a uh, student here at MSU Denver. She's a senior. She'll she'll be graduating uh, this spring, I believe. Gosh, I'm putting all – I'm really afraid that I just messed that up. I'm pretty sure she graduates this spring, though. We've talked about it. But she's into sports broadcasting. She does the, um, the uh, noticiero. Ooh, look at uh, you, cheer, dude! TV report, which that's is Espanol Isaac. This, that's the only word I know in Spanish, man. I know how to roll my R's, but I don't know much else. The only word you know in Spanish is noticiero. I know it better than you do. Well, yeah. <laughs> noticiero. You grew up in a different household than I did. <laughs> oh, come on, man! Uh, but Gloria, she's into sports broadcasting. She does all of the. Uh, um she does sports reporting for the tv here at met media she does the uh, spanish broadcast i believe she also does like weather like some she weather does, reporting She yeah. does the weather she does on, like on a tv oh, broadcast okay. so you know they have like the the weather segment she do, i believe she's also done the weather yeah like i'm pretty sure she has you're pretty sure i'm pretty sure Is that sources said or said sources said sources ah i see indeed what are we talking about today today we're going to talk about uh today in history about what's happened on uh on what's the, what's the date uh october 22nd <laughs> is that right yeah whatever's happened on october 22nd years past we're gonna talk about that for a little bit we're gonna give you an update on postseason baseball what i love to talk about there's nothing better than october baseball baby uh we're gonna talk about the broncos falling to two and five and basically should the broncos trade emmanuel sanders and what are the repercussions of this trade are we Asking for too much, asking for too little. Well, what is it that we're getting here? Uh, we're also going to start about the talk about the NBA season, which is starting this week. Uh, Michael Jordan said this week that uh, Stephen Curry isn't a Hall of Famer. We're going to get a couple takes on that. Uh, Steve Kerr said that Klay Thompson's not playing this year, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. And then the Avs lose their first game, and they lose Miko Rantanen. See, you can say that too.
0: Look at you. You're multicultural.
1: I am, man. I am. And then uh, we're going to close it out. We're clo- we're I close thought we'd just end it
0: there and just maybe play the intro again.
1: Oh, you- by the way, before we get into this podcast, I know we do have some, um, some listeners that are in the sports industry. Uh, if you're looking for an intern, I know two guys that are looking for a couple internships. His name is Isaac Bougaren and Will Sattler, and you're listening to them right now. We're looking for a couple internships, like I guess to, just to do over the summer. Um, I've been kind of looking at uh, a couple, couple spots outside of, the, um, outside of the state of Colorado. Looking into like going to South Carolina or uh, Vegas, Seattle, maybe a, a Texas. Just I, I, any, everywhere. I want to. I want to work in minor league baseball this summer, and I want to find a way to get kind of in that uh, area of work. That'd be really cool. Cause I, I I've been looking at jobs for like the past couple weeks, and like I know we talked about it yesterday, Will, that uh, we were looking at a position with the Kansas City Royals doing like. Um, public relations and tiktok what tiktok I know but I know we were just looking at <laughs> positions like Kansas City Royals <laughs> they're offering like a an intern for like a whole year April through uh, October uh, to do like media relations and stuff like that which is kind of what I want to get into so if you know anybody that's looking for an intern you know where to find me on the Game 7 podcast com backslash author backslash my Game 7 that sounds about right Today in Sports History, October 22nd. Let's get into it. 1967, Joe DiMaggio is hired by the Oakland Athletics as executive VP, hired by Charlie Finley. Do you know who Charlie Finley is? Do you know who Joe DiMaggio is? I do know. Joe DiMaggio is one of the best hitters of all time. Correct. Do you know who the Oakland Athletics are? I do know. It's a struggling baseball franchise right now. I mean, they made the postseason two years in a row. I wouldn't say that. If you're not winning the World Series, you're struggling. If you're not winning the last game of the season, you're struggling. That's what I think. You think the Nationals are struggling right now? Are are they
0: not going to win the World Series? (laughs) I mean, do you think the Dodgers are struggling right now?
1: Oh, the Dodgers 100% are struggling. (laughs) They can't win a World Series. Damn, you did them like that. 1976, Rick Barry begins his longest streak of 60 consecutive made free throws. What do you think about that, Will? 60 free throws, man. That's a lot of free throws to make in a row. Yes. In games. In
0: games, what is Curry's postseason one? Wasn't it like 45 or something like that?
1: Was it? Was it that high? I remember Dirk Nowitzki had one um, going all the way back to like I mean I want to say it was like 39 or or 38 or something.
0: We're talking about free throws here.
1: What yeah. Do you th- yeah, free throws. What, what do you think?
0: <laughs> what do you think about the rule where you shoot one free throw and it counts either for both points or no points?
1: Oh, that's such a dumb rule. I get they're trying to speed up the game, but basketball's only a game like an hour and a half long. Like, psh, just let them play. Yeah, that, that that's a good point. Like, why are we going to try to shorten up the game? It's not like it's baseball, where we're sitting at, at a baseball stadium for three and a half hours to get nine innings of, of play in.
0: Yeah, I think that it would limit the game in such a way that it would... I don't even know how to describe it. You, you just... It's different if you have... When you have to make both free throws. I mean games are decided by one point so many yeah, different times. Exactly. I mean, if Jordan Clarkson hits the first free throw, the Cavs may win the twenty eighteen World NBA Finals. Yeah. You know?
1: It's just a lot a lot of it is just small things like that. Free throws are are is what changes games. So if you go in one and one can drastically change the outcome of a game, a season, anything, you know? So I I think that rule is kind of dumb. 1973, Ichiro Suzuki, Japanese baseball player, is born. Happy birthday, Ichiro. Oh, yeah. I guess if
0: you're born on this day, it's your birthday.
1: Wow.
0: Woo! (laughs) Wow. I was like, oh, he's born. Cool.
1: I wonder when his birthday is. (laughs) That was dumb. LOL. 1982, Robinson Cano, Dominican baseball player, is also born. Can you imagine sharing a birthday with both Ichiro and Robinson Cano, two wonderful left handed hitters?
0: Are you sure they were born to <laughs> Are you sure today's their birthday? I am positive. October twenty second,
1: <laughs> nineteen seventy three and nineteen eighty two. Ichiro and Robinson Cano. Good guys, man. Very good baseball players. Actually it was nice. I w- when I went to New York this summer, Robinson Cano had uh, it was the first game back from uh uh what was it the Suspension? No, first game back from uh all star break. All star break. There you go, uh, or at least first game back at City Field for them, and uh, it was against the the Padres. And Robinson Cano went like four for five, or four for four, with three home runs. He's a three, really good hitter. Three absolute moonshots, brother. In nineteen eighty seven, the Denver Nuggets beat. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna one hundred percent butcher this, uh, but it was the third ever McDonald Open. The Denver Nuggets beat Dugo Plastika. Split. Uh, and they won by a score of 135 to 129. That's way too close. the third McDonald Open. That's way too close. What is Michael Malone doing out there? <laughs> <laughs>
0: 1987? What, did Jokic not play that game? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Jokic probably wasn't even born yet in 1987. No, he's not. Jokic was born in the 90s. And so is Michael... Po- I think there's only, like, two players on the Nuggets that weren't born in the 90s. No way. Yeah. Because Michael Porter Jr. is 21... I think now Jamal so, Murray's twenty three. So Paul
1: Millsap has to be one of them. Yeah. Right.
0: Mason Plumlee may be a ninety or ninety one.
1: No, Mason Plumlee is not. What? What are you smoking, dude?
0: At the late, at the latest, is a 90. 1990.
1: Yeah, nineteen ninety. Wow. Right. So he was wow. born in the nineties. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I thought for sure. I th- I thought for sure he would be like a. 90. Michael Malone
0: 90. definitely wasn't born in the nineties, but he was probably in the eighties. But then who else? I mean, the rest of the team is born in the '90s. Uh, There's not a single other player older than Paul Millsap. They got younger this year. They were the eighth youngest team in postseason history last year, and they got younger by inserting Michael Porter Jr. and Jeremy Grant over Isaiah Thomas. And even Isaiah Thomas, I think, was born in the '90s.
1: Wow. I'm I'm looking up Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Make sure you get the right Isaiah Thomas. You get. Like I got it. Six, I got 65. <laughs> Oh, 89. Isaiah Thomas is 89. So that was, yeah. He was old. So you're right. Everybody on this Nuggets roster, except for Paul Millsap, was born not born in the state. What? What? He was not born
0: in 1987 for the third McDonald's Open. Yeah, they weren't born yet. How, when was Paul Millsap? 89? Uh, let's see. It's got to be before, 80, before 87. Paul Millsap isn't that old. I mean, he's old, but he's not
1: that old. Uh, it's loading. Awkward time. Born eighty five, oh, February tenth. He's eighty five, so he's he he was what uh a two? year and a half year old.
0: Well, that depends. Was his birthday in eighty five or was it in? Uh,
1: it was it was in February, of eighty five.
0: Yeah, so he was born on. Oh, that so date. he would have been
1: two. He would have been two and a half.
0: He was born on that date. Does that mean he was? That's his birthday
1: or? What? <laughs> what, dude? Are you okay? <laughs> Let's get into something you actually know about. Birthdays. Um, Apparently, <laughs> I don't let's know. Start, let's talk about the World Series, man. Let's talk about the World Series. As we all know, the Yankees uh, lost to the Astros Game Six. Rollers Chapman gives up an absolute moonshot to uh, Altuve. Just like me at Top man. Okay, moonshots. Uh, well, this is actually the first time in a the first time ever that the Yankees have not been featured in a World Series in a decade. So in every single decade, like the. Uh, uh, except for the 10s, the 2010s, like the 2000s, the 1990s, 1980s, 1970s, wow. 1960s. The first time that they have not been in the World Series. That's actually super crazy. They haven't been in the World Series since then. It was the last one that they were in was what, 2009, right? And they won that one. Yep. I did
0: see Phil he's his tweet. He was like, every time the Yankees miss the World Series or they don't win the World Series, it makes them appreciate 09 more. And they... Yeah. And they're nicer to me on Twitter
1: or something <laughs> I I like that. That's perfect. Keep losing, I guess. That's right. That's right. Phil Hughes, a great baseball tosser right there, man. Uh, game one of the World Series is tonight. We got Garrett Cole and Max Scherzer. Game two is going to be tomorrow night. Justin Verlander and Steven Strasburg. Game three, we'll, they will travel back to Washington. And you'll see Zach Granke versus uh, somebody that is to be announced for the um, Nationals. Uh This is going to shape out to be a great World Series, Will. What do you think?
0: Well, one thing I'll say is even though this is a very long travel from Houston, Texas, all the way to
1: Washington, Washington,
0: D.C., it's not as bad as L.A. to Boston like it was last year. So I'm sure we'll see a little bit of a difference in the flip-flopping of – I think the road teams are going to play a little bit better this year.
1: Okay. Um, Okay. Man, you need predictions or do you need like what do you think and – Uh, Let's just talk about Garrett Cole versus Max Scherzer real quick. What do you you think of tonight's game, game one? It's going to be good, but it's
0: impossible to bet against Garrett Cole right now. Exactly. The one thing that Max Scherzer has for him and has got going for him is he's played in the World Series before. He pitched in game four in 2012 for the Tigers. Yep. He lost that game. He pitched
1: well, but he lost that game. So... I, I don't know, man. Garrett Cole is currently on a streak of 19 consecutive winning decisions. 19 consecutive winning decisions. I, I think if, if you're going to bet on, on anybody, you have to bet on Garrett Cole. He's 19 for 19 in his last 19 starts. Absolutely. And I think he's the best pitcher in this series right now.
0: Despite Greinke and Verlander and Strasburg and Scherzer's track record, he's probably easily the best pitcher in the series.
1: Yeah, and Scherzer's no slouch either. You know, in, in this this uh, this postseason, he's two and zero with an ERA of 1.80. 27 strikeouts and three starts, and he's got one relief appearance. Where so he's pitched twenty innings this postseason. Dang. In the division series against the Dodgers, he allowed one run in seven innings, and against the Cardinals, he took that no hitter into the seventh inning. Do you remember? I literally I texted you, and I was like, uh oh, Anibal Sanchez threw game, uh, was it game one or game three? Uh-oh. That he was throwing a no hitter into the um, eighth inning. And I was like, oh, we're going to see it. And then he ended up giving a hit, like maybe like 15 minutes later. And then the next day, Max Scherzer takes a no hitter into the seventh inning. And I was like, no way. Max Scherzer is going to do this? No way. But still, uh, one hit, no runs, 11 strikeouts over seven innings for Max Scherzer in that start against the Cardinals.
0: Well, here's another interesting tidbit the big sign, the big free agent signing for the, the Nationals this year, who was that? wasn't Bryce Harper.
1: Well, that's who they lost. They, they, that was probably the best move that they could have made, was a non-move with Bryce Harper. The Nationals signed former
0: Arizona Diamondback pitcher Patrick, Patrick Corbin, Corbin to a humongous deal. And Patrick Corbin is not going to start a game in the series.
1: He's probably going to come in relief. I mean. Unless, unless he's going to start game three. Everybody on this Nationals roster is well-rested. They swept the Cardinals. In the NLCS, they had tons of time to t- tons of time off, which could actually affect them in a bad way. Because if you're if you're a professional hitter and you're not seeing professional pitching every day like you are in the middle of the season in the middle of July, I think that affects you. You don't see major league pitching for a week. I do I think, think it affects you. I think it will, and
0: I think it'll affect the players that were hot. I mean, Anthony Rendon has a hit in eight straight games. He's slashing four sixty two five fourteen seven thirteen, which is pretty. Pretty damn pretty good. Pretty good. Um but he's he's had some time off and Howie Kendrick had a one point oh one two OPS, which is pretty dang good wow. as well for the NLCS. That's a great pickup by them too, this
1: this offseason. I mean he was injured. That was two years if I'm not mistaken. That's a great pickup. Yeah. That's a solid pickup. Juan Soto has been amazing in the outfield this year for, for the Nationals. Uh, amazing at the plate. And if you look at him, he, he he just brings a spark to this team You also look at clubhouse guys like Gerardo Pata who we the, the Rockies undoubtedly miss him You know, he's a big clubhouse guy And I think that that just proves this World Series run with the Nationals just proves his worth
0: an interesting point to note is for games one and two Washington will have to incorporate a DH so Howie Kendrick will most likely move to the DH spot, the yep. designated hitter for Washington, and you'll see Drupal Cabrera or even Brian Dozier slide into second base. Probably Asdrubal Cabrera to start, yeah, and then you'll see Brian Dozier later in the, the game. But I mean, that's something to note that when you flip the flip the script over and head to Washington, Gordon Alvarez is going to have to either play the field or come off the bench. Exactly for and that, could be, that could be huge. That could be huge. And The interesting point to make here is Houston slashed 179, 281, and 318 in the ALCS. They hit eight home runs, and they had a pair of walk-offs. I think it was game two and game four or game six. Um, But they did not play – they did not hit well. I mean, obviously, when you have those pitchers on your team, you're going to be okay. But
1: they did not hit well. Real quick, we got breaking news. the 49ers just traded for Emmanuel Sanders. The Broncos are, are sending a uh, a, a fifth-round pick and Emmanuel Sanders for a third-round pick and a fourth-round pick to San Francisco. We were going to talk about it later in the show, which we still will, but uh, breaking news coming to you.
0: There you go. Um, we'll get into that later on. The and show. we have okay. some more breaking news for the Avalanche, too, that just came out. So A winning team. Uh, that, that, that Niners team is going to be interesting now with Emmanuel Sanders. Jimmy – I'm so glad Jimmy G's on my team, my fantasy team, because he's going to tear up. Now that he's got Emmanuel Sanders, he can just throw a deep bomb soon. Mm. Hopefully he stays healthy, man. I, I'm excited. Just,
1: that could be scary. We'll, we'll get into the Broncos. I almost was just like,
0: just, but, just start the rebuild for the Broncos, but we'll answer that question
1: uh, Garrett Cole won all three of his postseason starts As we were just talking about He's 19 for 19 Allowed one run in 22 and two-thirds innings And he struck out 32 people this postseason Well, he started more than three games
0: But they have not lost a game that Garrett Cole has pitched in so far In the postseason He's pitched like four or five games Because I know he had to pitch in game seven Of the ALDS He had to pitch in But
1: no, no, he started three games though He's only, he's only had to start three games
0: No, because he started two games in the ALDS and two games in the ALCS, at least, each. Pretty sure it was Game 3 and Game 6. He was able to pitch in Game 5 in New York because of the rain delay or the rain cancellation. Mm -hmm. I know he for sure pitched two games in the ALDS. So, Mm -hmm. incorrect statistics there, sir.
1: ESPN, you're messing me up.
0: Yeah, cite your sources, man.
1: That's ESPN.
0: Well, let's get Game 7 predictions. We have Actually,
1: it's Dave Schoenfield, who wrote this article.
0: We have Game 7 predictions here um, and a long list of predictions. So we'll start at the top. Your prediction for who wins this World Series.
1: I got Astros in six, man. I got Astros in six. I think it's going to be a tough series, but I, I think it's going to be a pitcher's duel all throughout. At least for these first two games, you're going to see a, a huge pitchers duel between Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, and Steven Strasburg and Max Scherzer. It's going to be 2-3 run ball games.
0: Yeah, and as much as you want to see Washington win their first World Series, I'm taking the Astros. I'm taking the Strohs in 7. It, they're just too deep, too too much pitching to deal with. There's too much depth in their lineup, I think. It's just going to be very, very hard for the Nationals to continuously win ball games when the Astros have been there before. Quite frankly, exactly. As much as Washington's built for a World Series, it just it doesn't seem
1: like it. So you got Astros and seven. I got Astros and six. Who's your MVP? Yawn. Uh, my MVP will be Alex Bregman. Um,
0: he he's played at MVP caliber level for the last two to three years since becoming an MLB player. Um, And he's been kind of quiet so far in this postseason, I would say. So hopefully he breaks out, has an MVP kind of series.
1: Okay. Okay, I'm going to go with Jose Altuve, the guy who hit the the home run to send them to the World Series in Game 6 off of Roldis Chapman. It's all about Jose Altuve. He is the bread and butter of this Astros roster. The absolute bread and butter. And I think he's going to come through. He's probably going to hit a home run tonight off of of, uh, Max Scherzer. I just feel it. I feel it, man. Well, all your c-
0: predictions so far for this postseason have been wrong. I don't know if I would.
1: Go I got really one. close about the. Really
0: close does not count. About the no hitter, and I,
1: like three guys took no hitters into the seventh. So th- if
0: Jose Altuve hits a ball of the warning track, you're really close. Are you happy with that prediction? Oh my goodness, this guy. Atube, <laughs> this who was Altuve, who was the ALCS MVP. He hit 348 with two home runs and he scored six runs for the team. He was the team leader in that stat. Uh, Michael Brantley for the Astros hit 304. Carlos Correa was 4 for 22. Bregman was 3 for 18. Reddick was 2 for 12. Springer was 4 for 25. Correa 3 for 24. Wow. And Jordan Alvarez was 1 for 22 with 12 strikeouts. Wow. That's almost half of what Isaac had in his entire high school career. The best pitcher in the series is going to be Garrett Cole. I, th- I think that's a duh.
1: Yeah, that the best pitcher in this series is going to be Garrett Cole. He's going to get two starts at least in this series if it goes six or if it goes five. Um, and it, he'll pitch on short rest. He's the best pitcher in baseball right now. You're not going to beat Garrett Cole. It's as simple as that. You're just not going to beat Garrett
0: Cole. There's no slouch on the other side. Max Scherzer and Steven Shotsford both have a chance to take this award, but... I, I just don't see it happening. Nope.
1: Um, the better crowd in the series, what game will have the best crowd? I'm going to go with Washington game three because the way I see it is Washington has never had a – they've never been to a World Series. And they barely got their first actual championship when the uh, hockey team, the Washington Capitals, won the Stanley, Club, Stanley Cup, right? That was their first ever championship for the for Washington, D.C., is that correct? That is correct. That is correct. Cool. Okay, wow. That was very smart of me. The Redskins, man. Yeah, they definitely haven't won anything. <laughs> yeah, they, de- they 100% have not won anything. Are yet. you sure about that? Yeah, I, I bet high school football teams could probably be the Washington Redskins right now. But Washington Game 3, that crowd is going to be hyped, man. I was just there at this ballpark this summer. That, crowd, or that stadium is massive. It's literally just about the same size as Coors Field as far as capacity.
0: The Redskins have won three Super Bowls, by the way. That's equal to your Denver Broncos.
1: Hmm.
0: Now, most recently, 1992, so... So
1: it's been a long time, I Bar- mean, barring that Washington Capitals. The
0: last time that the Redskins won an NFL championship, only two players were born on the Nuggets. <laughs> so, <laughs> only,
1: only two players saw that Washington Redskins victory. I don't think they were watching it. I don't think they remember it. Nikola Jokic it.
0: sitting in his living room watching the Redskins win the Super Bowl in Serbia. Huh.
1: Uh, who is the first person to choke? Whoa, 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 whoa. You just. Oh, skipped. I skipped the question. I skipped the question. And you didn't even let me talk. I thought you talked about it. The better
0: crowd's going to be game six in Houston. Oh,
1: They're going to be fired up. When the Astros go back to win it? It'll be. 2 They'll be down two games to Three games, two games to different. two. They'll be down three prediction games is to right. two.
0: Um, and they're going to have to come out firing. There'll be a lot of anxiety in that stadium. Or they
1: could be up three games to two, and they just lose game six.
0: Yeah, that's true. Just because it, the crowd is good doesn't mean that they'll win it. Because game six and against the Yankees was a damn good crowd too.
1: So Yeah. Um, first person to choke. First person to choke. I got Max Scherzer. He's going to choke tonight. I know I said it was – th- I'm telling you, he's going to give up a home run, a long home run to Jose Altuve. And I'm telling you, I think I think he's going to come late in the game. It's gonna be like two two runners on, and Jose Altuve is gonna get a chance with two outs up in like the seventh inning. He's just gonna launch one into the stands.
0: Yeah, I say Trey Turner, and he's been he he is the X factor in this series, right? If he plays well, oh yeah, this team is very deep, and with the combination of Trey Turner leading off, if he gets on, he could steal a base, he could steal taco. Yep. Ad um, Eaton can get on, move him over, and then that. That middle of the order is pretty damn good with the way that Rendon has been hitting and Soto oh, yeah. as well. So, Trey Turner makes an error at shortstop. I think that's where it where it goes down. The best bat flip of
1: the series. I'm gonna go with Jordan Alvarez, the rookie. You said in the last series he had 12 strikeouts. I think he's due. He is due, and I think I mean, you sure he's, are. <laughs> he's gonna launch. He's gonna launch a ball in, at Minute Maid Park, and he's just gonna pimp that home run, dude. He's gonna pimp that home run. He's gonna toss his bat up in the air. It's gonna be huge—a huge, huge at bat in like the eighth or ninth inning of a game.
0: I'm gonna go with someone who has been there before. We'll go Carlos Correa, who has a pretty damn good bat flip himself. So I think he'll show off a little bit. Um, who gets a free taco? Steel Bay Steel Taco from Taco Bell. Who's gonna get that taco for America?
1: Trey Turner. I think it's Trey Turner. He's he's one of the fastest dudes on both of these both of these rosters. All he's, got, all he's got to do is get on base, and he's going to steal second. It's that easy. He's just that fast. I see Trey Turner. He's a, he's a great, young, exciting baseball player to watch. If there's any of my young baseball players that listen to this podcast, go watch Trey Turner play. I mean, for my prediction
0: here, I, I think if you look back, if Trey Turner is as good as a base stealer as you say, they're going to be focused in. They're going to be keyed on and making sure that he doesn't steal base. And I think it's going to be someone who doesn't. That is fast and then can steal bases, but isn't no necessarily a target, and that'll be Adam Eaton for the Nationals, the guy
1: who bats right after
0: Trey Turner. Exactly, so he's gonna try and do whatever he can to get into scoring position for Anthony Rendon. So that's what I think it'll be, the unsung hero. Every every World Series there's an unsung hero. Who will it be this year?
1: I'm gonna go with Jordan Alvarez again. Like I said, he's gonna have the best bat flip. And that unsung hero position is somebody who's not as big, not as recognized, and they come up big in a in a, in a clutch situation. And I think that it's gonna be Jordan Alvarez coming through with a big home run. That's gonna be his unsung hero moment.
0: If he is an unsung hero, does he secure the a- AL Rookie of the Year
1: more than he already Ooh. has? Yeah. Well, he's gonna be he's gonna be the AL Rookie of the Year. And then on the other side, you you have Pete Alonzo winning the NL Rookie of the Year. True story. So, my
0: unsung hero is Angel Hernandez.
1: L O L.
0: Yeah, he's not one of the umpires for this series, but I do Thank think goodness. I think that the umpires will play a important role in this series, whether it's a bad call or something of that nature. So, he, the Angel Hernandez, idiom is that the correct word? Yeah. Representation and will be absent. Yeah, thank so, God. Uh, we'll see.
1: Real, real quick, before we move on to to Emmanuel Sanders getting traded, um, with the Nationals being so heavily, I guess, discussed this this past week and this post this postseason, I see a bunch of um, tweets and posts and articles talking about how good Anthony Rendon is and and how he's the best third baseman in baseball. Do people forget that Nolan Arenado plays third base? Because Nolan Arenado is the best third baseman in all of baseball, across all boards, I believe. I don't think I have to answer that question. I think you did quite enough in explaining it. Arenado, so I, mean, I mean, is it is six gold gloves?
0: Every single year he's yeah, played. Every
1: single year he's played in, in, in Major League Baseball, he's he's won a gold glove. So I, I think that's your first thing right there, that for anybody to be questioning if Rendon is better than, than Arenado. Rendon hasn't been better than Arenado since he got into the league. That's why that's why Arenado's won all the Gold Gloves since he's been in the league because he's the best third baseman in baseball. And then for all the all the talk about Coors and and, and how Arenado's stats are inflated because of Coors, uh, look at Washington Nationals Park. That field is just as small. The ball doesn't travel as as far just because of the thin air, or just because the air is a, um, not as thin as Colorado. But that that Washington Nationals Park is a hitter's friendly park.
0: I'll keep it simple enough to just say. Rendon is going to get paid this offseason by some team. I'm sure Washington fans probably want him to stay. He's going to get paid, but he's not going to get paid what Nolan Arenado did as one of the three best players
1: in, the major, in Major League Baseball right now. He shouldn't. There's no way. Four best players. I wish I had the numbers in front of me, and had I had I done some research on this before, maybe I should write an article about this, Anthony Rendon versus Nolan Arenado. Who wants to read that? All of our Rockies fans.
0: Here's another question for you. If the Yankees had signed Banny Machado instead of DJ LeMahieu, would they have won the ALCS? No. Would they have
1: even gotten to the ALCS? No. I don't think so. Really? Nope. I really. I is, mean, they swept the Twins. You're looking at two totally different positions. DJ LeMahieu was the guy that was able to play uh, first base, second base, third base, and shortstop all for the New York Yankees this season. Would because they had so many injuries that their their entire motto, their entire hashtag that was trending. Was next man up? Could Manny Machado slide over to second base or first base?
0: No. Well, here's the point I'll make: is if Manny Machado plays third for the Yankees, Gio Osella can play anywhere else in the infield, whether it's second or first base for the Yankees. So he kind of fills in that gap. Now DJ LeMahieu has been an MVP level this year, and Manny Machado wasn't really a didn't really hear anything from Manny this yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. So.
1: There's, you know. al- there's also a pretty big pay gap between LeMahieu and, and Machado. LeMahieu's making uh, $12 million this year. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Machado's making, what, like $30 million? $350 million a year. Not to <laughs> Not 350. <laughs> I was going
0: to see if you let that one go.
1: No, it was like, like it's $30 million. <laughs> Something like that. I Isn't mean, it 10 years $300 million? Something like that. I believe it's 10 years $300 million, Plus 300 million. all the incentives. Because Harper in. was
0: like... 12 or 15 years. Because he needed more than Manny Machado. That's the crazy thing is all three of those players that we sat here and debated day after day on this podcast are not playing in this postseason. We haven't heard about them in months. Mike Trout's not even playing in the postseason. Well, Mike Mike Trout's played once in the postseason. He never plays in the postseason. Exactly,
1: because he plays for a a struggling Los, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim franchise.
0: So you really just never hear about Mike Trout, and that's what really sucks about
1: He's an MVP player. He's the
0: best player of our generation. That's like if Michael Jordan played for the Bobcats his entire career.
1: Were the Bobcats around in Michael Jordan's career? I don't think so.
0: Yeah. They no. were the Bobcats, and then they became the Hornets. Or it might have been vice versa. But no,
1: it was the Charlotte Bobcats. Whoever Bob- plays in the, Charlotte at the, the time that Michael Jordan was playing. The new. It was the New Orleans Hornets that moved oh. to Charlotte, and then the Charlotte Bobcats became the – New Orleans Pelicans. New Orleans Pelicans. And then That's the, correct. The Yeah. That is correct.
0: Charlotte became the Hornets. So the Bobcats never left Charlotte. They became the Hornets. Correct. After New Orleans left.
1: No, no, no. No, no. I think we got
0: that. So I think New Orleans and Charlotte both never
1: left. They
0: just changed names.
1: Yeah, that, that's what it was. Yeah. They just changed names. They rebranded themselves.
0: Yeah. Rebrand.
1: There you go. Debrand. Let's talk about the M- NBA season before we talk about Emmanuel Sanderson since that's what we were just talking about. NBA season starts today. And what we were just talking about was Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan said uh, this weekend that Stephen Curry is not a Hall of Famer just yet. What do you think?
0: <laughs> He's crazy.
1: Whatever Michael Jordan is smoking, I need some of that.
0: Stay off the, the weed.
1: weed. Oh, I love that thing. Um, Stephen Curry is undoubtedly a Hall of Famer. I feel like this isn't even a conversation that we need to have.
0: Well, if you're going to ignore the records that he's broken and the titles that he's won and the MVP titles that he's won, can you at least say he's changed the game of basketball? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's averaged 23 points, 6 assists, 4 rebounds, a steal, you know? He's averaged all that in in his career. According to Basketball Reference, he's got a, a 99.98% chance of making the Hall of Fame. 99.98% chance. What's
0: Zion at? 20? <laughs> <laughs> Zion hasn't played an NBA game, but you know he may be in the top 10. Chance to win it all. You think Zion's on there? You're looking up Basketball Reference right now? Yeah, I'm looking it up. If it's more than 1%, I would be really uncomfortable with that stat. Uh, I mean, he's never played a game. Michael Porter Jr. is probably at 40%, though. No. <laughs> who, who is more likely to be a Hall of Famer, Zion or Mike Porter?
1: I'm going to go with Zion just because of the total hype that's around him. He's the, he's the next LeBron James. That's what they're saying. It doesn't, it doesn't say anything about Zion Williamson. You, I guess I you, gotta you have at least to play, play a game. You, you have to play a game or something.
0: By so, the... so if he drops a quadruple double in his first game, then...
1: He, then he's on pace. If he drops a quadruple double in his first game... And never then never plays he's...
0: again, is he a Hall of Famer? <laughs> then he's
1: on, he's on pace. What to... about a
0: quintuple triple?
1: <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Oh, my goodness.
0: He puts up 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. What no, that's, up, that's Russell like... Westbrook? What did he drop? He dropped a twenty no, twenty. No, no. 20, that's 20? a
1: quintuple double, not a quintriple triple. A quintuple triple is when you have three. Oh no, you have
0: five of the same five, yeah. stats that are three.
1: That are hundreds. That's impossible. It's right. impossible to even get a. a he says, "Will
0: Chamberlain, I'm getting hundred rebounds, a hundred <laughs> assists, and a hundred points in one game, um, and we're still gonna lose because
1: we're gonna lose <laughs> well again." Uh, Hashtag blame Lonzo. So 7 Curry is a Hall of Famer. I feel like that's not even something that we need to talk about. He changed the entire game of basketball.
0: Is his coach a Hall of Famer? Steve Kerr, oof. He's already in the Hall of Fame. Don't you don't no, have but, to? No,
1: but <laughs> no, but to make the Hall of Fame, can you, to make the Hall of Fame as a player and a coach.
0: As a coach, I mean, he's created a dynasty. I don't think that's like, yeah, he is a Hall of Famer as a, as a, coach? a coach. Yeah. Huh. I think this year we will have will be kind of the selling point of whether he is or not. Kind of like where these last couple years have huh? Brady.
1: He's only been an they, NBA coach for like six seasons or five seasons.
0: And he's been to the finals, how many of them? Every single Every one. Every single one. So that's kind of 100% ratio. I wonder if Basketball Reference has a coach's... That'd be worth looking. But Steve Kerr does have some bad news for Warriors fans, for basketball fans. Klay Thompson is most likely not playing this year after his
1: injury in game six of the NBA Finals buying or something I'm gonna buy it I really don't think Clay Thompson plays this year I really don't believe it um, if you do believe it then then you think Clay Thompson is some superhuman being and I think that warrior staff is being extra cautious this year yeah. knowing that Kevin Durant got hurt last year in the NBA Finals again uh quarters into into his return.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree, but I find it hard to believe that Klay Thompson will not will his way back under the court if the Warriors are in contention for postseason play. It just seems so hard for me to believe that he would just sit out whether they want him to or not. So Klay Thompson will see the court at some time this year. I, I don't buy that he
1: won't won't play. You say this all this – To go back to that Hall of Fame stuff real quick, uh I got a list of all the players that are um that have like a chance of getting into the Hall of Fame. LeBron James at a 1.00% so that basically means he's he's getting in. Yeah. Right, he's getting in. Maybe. Dwayne Wade uh 100% chance, Dirk Nowitzki 100% chance, Kevin Durant 100% chance. Wow. This is all according to um to basketball reference. Yeah. Chris Paul 99% chance. Good one. Stephen Curry 99.8 Russell Westbrook 99.7. Yeah. Wow. James Harden 99.5. These guys this is are kind of crazy. D- Would but, you put Giannis? But, Where's Giannis at? James Harden hasn't even won anything, or hasn't won an, uh, a a title. Yeah. At least Russell got there. Neither is Chris Paul. Chris Paul hasn't won a title. Y- wow. Listen to this. Dwight Howard <laughs> 99.3. I-, I think we gotta throw that one out the window now. Carmelo Anthony 98.1. That's- is is Melo a Hall of Famer? That's a oof. Well, this says that he's a, he's got a ninety-eight percent chance of it. It also
0: says Dwayne Howard is higher than him. So, how do he, he, you, I need your take? I don't need basketball reference. I need your take.
1: Well, if it's up to me, neither of them won a championship. So, so championships are required to enter the Hall of Fame. Are they? Do you just need to put up a uh, twenty points a game to make the Hall of Fame in the NBA, or what? Is that just the? Is that just the title? Hey, you you score twenty points a game. Here's your Hall of Fame jacket. Here's a Hall of Famer.
0: Well, think about Mel. He never won an MVP. He never got to the final or the conference finals, did he? Yeah, he or did. But he did in 09. Yeah. But he never got to the actual finals. Correct. He struggled with a tanking Knicks organization. That's it. So is Carmelo Anthony a Hall of Famer? I think maybe if there's like a down year and he's on the ballot. Vince Carter, ninety
1: four point five. Pau Gasol, ninety three point three.
0: I think both those guys are hall of famers.
1: Wow, Anthony Davis, seventy six point seven. He's on his way. Okay, Amari Stoudemire, seventy two point nine. Okay, some of this I don't believe. Kevin Love, sixty seven point five. Kyle Lowry, sixty. Kyle Lowry did win an NBA championship, though. And what else? A NBA championship. That's all there is to it. So here oh. you just
0: get th- so vice versa. If you win an NBA championship, you're just automatically a hall of famer.
1: Not automatically, but. You've got a lot Patrick better Patrick McCaw,
0: Patrick McCaw, two-time NBA <laughs> champion. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh,
1: what about Sean Livingston? Is he a Hall of Famer, playing a key role for all of those Warriors
0: titles? Are, they, are we just giving out Hall of Famers to key players now? To bench role players, the sixth man? No.
1: Is Draymond Green a Hall of Famer? It, it doesn't even say his name here. At least I haven't ran into it yet. That's. I, wow. Look, get this one. Get this one. So Kyle Lowry... It's sitting at a 65.19% chance to make the Hall of Fame. Kawhi Leonard, 29.6. What about... uh, And he has two rings. And he's knocked off two dynasties. What about
0: Nikola Jokic? What is his percentage?
1: I don't see Nikola Jokic. Draymond Green, 27.2. Derrick Rose, 10.5. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 8%. (laughs) Antetokounmpo. Isaiah Thomas, 7%. What about the Andre nuggets? Iguodala is a six percent. I feel like Andre Iguodala is a shoe in for for a Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's he's a NBA title winner. He lost the finals for them. He won the final. He's an M- NBA Finals MVP. But he I also think lost. If you're one. an NBA Finals MVP, you're you're in the Hall of Fame. That's what I think. If you win and an it, MVP in the NBA Finals, are you're you, you're,
0: in, you're in. Are you saying that for every single? Uh,
1: yes, every single guy that wins. Every single they,
0: sport. I'm sorry.
1: Oh no, no, just for basketball.
0: Some some of the other sports are a little different. If you look at last year, the the World Series MVP, I can't even remember his name.
1: Oh, who won it actually last year? I don't. Who was the the winner for the MVP in baseball?
0: Ding 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 ding
1: ding 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 ding. I don't know. But we're off topic. Ding, uh, DeMar DeRozan, ding, 5% Steve chance. Steve Pierce. Ah, uh, Steve Pierce, yep, there you go. Kemba Walker, 5% chance to make the Hall of Fame. Ooh, our guy Paul Millsap, 4% chance. Woo, Paul right. Mills! That's just me. I, I think if you win an NBA Finals MVP, you're a you're shoe-in for the Hall of Fame. Okay. Zion Williamson is out for the first six to eight weeks. Does that mean Michael Porter Jr. will win the Rookie of the Year award?
0: It depends. Is he going to play? I mean, I think he's going to play, but will Michael Porter Jr. get consistent playing time? Because Michael Malone said yesterday on Altitude Sports Radio, he does not expect Michael Porter to start start the year. Uh, He really hasn't figured out his three position, and he said that right now he's really going to try to stick with one starter and play that way, whether it's Will Barton or Juancho Hernan Gomez. That's his two options right now. Michael Porter's well, not even in that conversation.
1: I don't think Wancho's
0: going to be a starter. I mean, it's very possible. He's one of the better shooters on the team. He's consistently got better every single year. If he's healthy, I could see Wancho being a starter on this team.
1: But you don't see Michael Porter Jr. being a starter on this team? Not to start the year, no. Uh, if he But if, but like you said, if 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 he wants to use nothing but... uh, the, He wants to use the same starting rotation every single night out for 82 games a year. If you're going to start... Juancho Hernandez gomez then you're, that means you're
0: not starting Well, injuries. Michael happen. Porter Jr. Injuries happen, and is that necessarily a bad thing that he doesn't start?
1: No. I think if Michael Porter Jr. starts, it's a, it's a lot of pressure. No doubt about that. But at the end of the day, he's he's supposed to be this not saving grace, obviously. Not like the Nuggets need a saving grace. But he's supposed to be this heir to the throne. In Denver, he's supposed to be the next Carmelo Anthony in Denver. He's supposed to bring us to a, a title. He's supposed to be that last missing piece that the Nuggets bring in. Eh. You don't, I don't think know. so? I'll have to go back. Cause I feel like we said something like this before. Go back then, man. Huh. I don't know. Let's move
0: you... on to the Broncos.
1: Emmanuel Sanders was just traded to the San Francisco 49ers for a third-round pick. Third-round pick and a fourth-round pick. And it was Emmanuel Sanders and a fifth-round pick for a San Francisco 49ers third-round pick and a fourth-round pick. That's a weak trade. Really? I mean, I feel like the, the asking price of a third-round pick wasn't I, too bad. I,
0: I'd like you to go back and see what you said originally that the Broncos would get from Emmanuel Sanders. You're not
1: going to get a first or second-round pick.
0: No, not at all, especially for an expiring contract for a guy that's coming off an Achilles injury. Exactly. That has not been necessarily good this year. So, yeah. But I will say that... The Niners are going to be damn good now. I mean, 30 oh, catches yeah. for two touchdowns this year, 367 yards from Joe Flacco. Imagine what Emmanuel Sanders is going to do
1: with Jimmy Garoppolo. Second coming of Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's, a, it's a good deal, I think, for both sides. It's pretty fair right down the middle. Um, are are the far, the 49ers now the favorite out of? Yeah, they should be. The NFC? What I'm anxious to see is a Seahawks 49ers matchup. I want to see when that matchup is. When do the 49ers and the Seahawks play? they have to play twice, the- right? Because yeah. they're both in the they're NFC in the same division. West.
0: Yeah. That'll be interesting. It's probably a game 16 or game 17 matchup.
1: Ooh, it's going to be uh, November 11th and uh, December 29th. Yeah, so a week 17 matchup between the 49ers and the Seahawks. They always seem to get
0: that right. It seems like every year. The teams that play on week seventeen, they matter. Those games matter. So, wow, be interesting. So, the Niners and Seahawks are your teams from the the NFC, the AFC. Do you believe in the Chiefs or the Patriots? I mean, the Patriots have just been so quietly good
1: this year. They're undefeated. Nobody's beaten them. They just put put up a thirty three points last night against the the what was it, the Jets.
0: But who have they played this year that's been good? I feel like every time we look at the stats, I mean, 33 to nothing against the Jets. The Jets aren't going anywhere. You look at their game against the Dolphins. The Dolphins aren't going anywhere. Who have they played this year? That have been good. Nobody really. Well, so it's like Clemson, essentially. Like yes, they're good. They're six and zero, but who have you played? Who who on your track record can you say that we deserve to win this? You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess that that's fair to say. Um, they opened up the season and they beat the Steelers 33 to 3. So that I feel like that's a pretty big win. You beat the Steelers a, have been horrible this year. <laughs> but a week one Steelers team, that had, that was pretty optimistic yeah and then they go in yeah. and beat the beat the Dolphins 43-0. Yeah. They beat the Jets 30 to 14. They uh-huh. beat the Bills 16 to 10. So the Bills is your quality win. They beat the Redskins 33 to 7. Hell no. They beat the Giants 35 to 14. Maybe but that was without Saquon. But if you want to look at their their upcoming schedule. I guess they do have Okay, the rest of their schedule barring maybe their last three games are going to be pretty tough. You got the Browns coming to Foxborough? Nah. You don't think that's going to be competitive? The Browns have not been competitive all year. Okay. Okay, that's actually okay, that's a good argument. I'm not The Ravens coming or the the Patriots have to travel the, to Baltimore. That'll be an interesting game
0: just because the Ravens are such a an anomaly in the the NFL.
1: And then you got the the Eagles, the Cowboys, eh, the Texans, no, no, the maybe. Chiefs.
0: Maybe. The There's Cowboys,
1: like, Texans and Chiefs, those are all gonna be good games.
0: The Cowboys have been horrible since they started three and zero. Uh the Texans are pretty good. The Chiefs, depending on if they have a healthy Mahomes, is really the 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 difference maker. I mean Really? You think so? Matt Moore? Do you think Matt Moore can outduel
1: Wait and, and real quick actually you said the Cowboys have been horrible. They just beat the Eagles on, on prime, te- prime time television thirty seven to ten on Sunday night. I, I, I would still Take hey, the Patriots in that matchup. I, is it in? It's in Foxborough. Foxborough. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then and then they close the season with the Bengals, P- Bills, and Dolphins, which those are all three. It seems like every time New England's
0: it. playing, it's in Foxborough. Even their Super Bowls feel yeah. like they're in Foxborough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's
1: the truth. So, gosh, well, oh, I hate the Patriots. It'll
0: be interesting to see, man. They're just good year in and year out, and we thought this was going to be the year that they were going to fall off, and it has been the complete opposite. So,
1: you know, I really, I. I I really thought the Broncos were going to trade Emmanuel Sanders to the Patriots, to be honest. It was really heavily rumored that the Patriots were interested in him. And the the Patriots have—they actually, before they traded for uh, who they just picked up this morning or last night. I don't remember who it was off the top of my head. Um, But I thought for sure the Broncos were going to trade Emmanuel Sanders to the Patriots that the Bill Belichick would be like, okay, you want a third-round pick or a fourth-round pick? Mm, we, yeah, here's a
0: second-round pick. We don't need go. one. <laughs> like, we don't need it anyway. We don't draft, so.
1: Yeah, exactly. The Broncos have no remaining offensive players from the Super Bowl 50 roster. Can you believe that?
0: That Yeah, that was the last player from the Super That's interesting. Wow, I forgot about that. Yep. You know, I mean, it's a change in times, and like I said earlier in the show, I think this is the official start of, a rebuild. Start of the rebuild. And... Don't think Von Miller's going anywhere. I wouldn't be surprised to see Chris Harris Jr. go somewhere
1: before Tuesday's trade.
0: Before trade Tuesday, next Tuesday. But this is the start of a re. The way I said it this morning, it's the start of the retooling, and they've said this every year. I don't think they'll go into full rebuild, but the retool is starting. Yep. One team that is not retooling is the Colorado Avalanche.
1: Woo, let's go Avs, baby. I am I am officially from today, October 22nd. I'm officially their biggest fan. Well, they did
0: lose last night in St. Louis. It doesn't matter. I'm their, biggest, I'm their biggest fan. They opened the season with a 7-0-1 record, the franchise's best mark after eight games. It's the second longest point streak to begin a campaign in the organization's history. The last time they had a point streak this long was in 0-1, which, if you remember right, was the last time they won a Stanley Cup. They were 9-0-2, so they get a little farther. Possibly the biggest loss from Monday's game was Miko Rantanen. He yep. left in the first minute of the second period with a lower body injury. It looks like an ankle or a knee injury. Oh, those are scary. The breaking news is the Avalanche released today that they won't release anything till next week. So or tomorrow. So. Oh really? We will not see the Abs. Do have three games off before they play again. It'll be Friday um, when they play in Vegas before they end that road trip. They're back home now practicing, uh, but. Head coach Jared Bednar did not have an update after the game. He said he wasn't good enough to continue tonight. We'll just have to reevaluate him in the morning and see what happens. So the depth of the Avalanche will really be shown here. Um, They really just couldn't get any offense going after he left the game. Mm. McKinnon, Nathan McKinnon also extended his historic point streak on Monday. He extended it to nine games. It'll be the second straight year that he's done so. He also had the same stretch stretch last year with Rantanen, as they both tied the Avalanche record of registering points in each of the first nine games with John Michael Lyles. Pretty damn good. He's on Altitude Sports TV. Uh, He's the first player in franchise history. I like we can watch that. (laughs) He he is. You can, though. He is the first player in franchise history, including the Quebec Nordiques, which was the Avalanche before the Avalanche. And he's only the fifth ever in the NHL to register season-opening point streaks of nine games or longer in consecutive campaigns. He joins Wayne Gretzky, who was the most recent to do so, the greatest hockey player of all time. He he accomplished it four years in a row from '98 or 1982 to 1986. Wow. Um, he also joins fellow Hall of Famer Guy Foulier who did it in 10 games in two years, Rod Gilbert in nine games, and 14 games. And as well as Charlie Simmer in nine games. So McKinnon is the real deal. I mean, that's two historic records. First, you have Kale McCarr's rookie record. Yep. And now you have McKinnon, who hasn't necessarily been great this year. He yeah, hasn't exactly. been McKinnon. I mean, that says something about what we saw from him when he played and how good he was in the postseason last year. But yeah, regardless.
1: A lot of this ass stuff, I don't understand. But I'm telling you, I am their biggest fan from this point forward.
0: You own one piece of clothing that says Avalanche on it.
1: I do. That is correct. Okay. I'm their biggest fan. From this point forward, I am. I'm gonna research a lot on the apps. Why don't you read my articles? Yeah, that's what I actually what I'm gonna start with. Thank you. Just trying to learn my. I'm trying to get this hockey IQ up. Thank you. You know. Yeah. It's part of being an analyst.
0: You know everything. Do you yeah. know enough about the Rapids? Did you hear? I did read this tonight. So tonight is the opening night for the NBA. L.A. and L.A., right, if I'm not mistaken, the Clippers and the Lakers play tonight. Opening opening night tickets at Staples Center are about $110. Wow. That's on resale. Tickets for tonight's LAFC slash Galaxy game, $281 for resale. It's a postseason game. Wow. Thank you. Thank you very much. With that, I say goodnight.
1: You can't just close on that. <laughs> we can't just we can't just close on that. <laughs> with that, I say goodnight. That's how we end the show now. From now on, you know what I actually miss? How we used to end the show. We used to play that clip from uh, Ron Burgundy, The Anchorman. Anchorman. When it was like, uh, what did it say? That's all, folks, or something. We used to end the show with that.
0: It was it was his sign his sign off before he said F U San Diego." Oh, that's right. That's so, right. So we we don't want to use that. Hey, man,
1: we're not censored here. We're not censored here at Met Radio. Will, tell me what did you learn today?
0: I learned that the day that you were born is also your birthday.
1: Wow, what a great take right there. I actually learned that, uh, let's see. You don't know. I learned we that learned Kawhi, Le- Kawhi Leonard only has a 26% chance to make the Hall of Fame, but Kyle Lowry somehow has a 65% chance. What, basketball reference, dumb. That is so dumb. Basketball reference Basketball reference is the Wikipedia of sports world. Oh wow! Thank you, Met Radio, for hosting us. As always, Met Radio is the student voice of MSU Denver. Met Radio is a large, is a small part of uh, Met Media. Met Media and companies. Uh, let's Met Radio, Met TV, the MetroSphere magazine, the Metropolitan newspaper. Um, Met TV. Met Noticiero. TV. Noticiero. There it is. Noticiero. <laughs> that's the that's the Spanish broadcast version of MSU Denver's TV. Um, by the by the the student body, uh, student ran organization. You can find this podcast Game Seven Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You can hit us up with questions for all of our podcasts. Um, want us to talk about something specific on the next show? We're going to be talking about a lot of World Series talk. We're going to be talking, hopefully, guests to Gloria. Uh, Gloria Hopefully um, the World
0: Series is over next Tuesday.
1: Yeah, exactly. Interact with us on social. Interact with us on social media. You can follow me at Isaac underscore Breguer and You can follow Will at Will Sattler. You can follow uh, the Game Seven Podcast Twitter page at underscore Game Seven. I run that account, and I think I'm pretty funny sometimes, from time to time. I mean, I have some good tweets in there. Come on, man. Uh, you can like us on Facebook Game Seven Show. You can message us on Facebook if you don't like our podcast. I mean, I guess. If you don't like it, sorry, but keep listening.
0: <laughs> if you don't like it, sorry.
1: Sorry, yeah, just Peace keep out. listening. Peace know? out, then. Yeah. Uh, good luck. Email us game7show@gmail.com. We check that pretty much every day. Yeah. I get little notifications saying, "Oh, John emailed us. Uh, Johnny emailed us. Sent you a question. Luke emailed us. Sent us a question. Nice. You know, just all. You want us to talk about something specific. Yeah. You know. And again, uh, as always, we end the show by asking you one thing to remind yourself that if you're looking for a pet go go to to the the shelter shelter first
0: first. go to the shelter first
1: insert the sad music right here and Ron Burgundy let's make it a great week it's World Series Baseball October Baseball I love baseball I love basketball this is the best time of the year baby let's go (laughs) we'll see you next week